Aloha, thank you for pressing play. Welcome to the Eating Curve Balls for Breakfast podcast. I'm your host, Stacey Mahoy, and your biggest fan when it comes to hitting those curveballs that life, sports, or parenting can throw you right out of the park. Thank you so much for listening. Enjoy the show. Hey, 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 how's it going for you today? Got a reminder for myself, not, not necessarily for you, but the reminder that I got today was about gratitude. And um, last week, I had this idea that I'm going to start every single day with some gratitude. I've been waking up early so that I can get to work, get to, get things done before my kids wake up. And a lot of times, my tendency is to want to jump right into that and get as much done as I can and just crank it out. And last week, I was thinking that I should probably, even though it feels unproductive or it feels counterintuitive, Start the day off with 10 to 15 minutes, journaling some gratitude, and just kind of get in a good frame of mind to start the entire day with, right, by doing that. And I was like, yes, I'm going to do it. I'm going to commit. And honestly, I didn't really carry it out and execute it the way that I would have liked. And so this morning, I was like, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it because where my mind went this morning was immediately to all the stuff like worrying worrying not thankful worrying about the stuff we've got coming up because my daughter is going to be leaving the island next week to go on a trip for wrestling so there's that going on it puts a little bit of a wrinkle into into everything you know just getting prepared mentally physically emotionally herself and us for her departure changes our schedule up a little bit she's got some extra training sessions in for not extra training sessions but she's got you know the full set of training sessions um, in for the week, but also we're trying to be mindful of her weight, making sure she doesn't get crazy and then have a big drop to make. She's actually in a good spot right now. Um, and then it just, you know, puts those last minute preparations um, on my mind. And then there's like additional expenses because she's going to be leaving and all these things, right? And so all this stuff is coming up and I'm like, oh, and this other thing came up that, you know, we need to take care of. And then we had three birthday party invitation for this weekend so then there's like all of that and a couple of them kind of con- conflict with each other so then there's logistics of those plus the things that we wanted to get done that day plus you know the plans that we had for our family because we had people coming in from out of time there's just like a lot of stuff going on right so immediately my brain went into all of these things trying to figure it out trying to find solutions and somewhat into worry mode on how are we going to do this and all these things that I've got to write down and make sure that they get done and it just kind of went into this from the get-go right into this tailspin of oh my goodness all this stuff and so I decided as I felt myself going there that I'm going to stop I'm going to get my journal out and I'm going to do some gratitude on purpose sit down and shift gears into all the things I'm thankful for first and foremost and, you know, just told myself, look, instead of going into worry mode, you've got to trust that these things are going to work out, that you're going to figure it out and not get into that, you know, heightened, stressed out type of state, right? Not stressed out, but, you know, more stressful state of being. And so, you know, I told myself that and then I said, okay, I'm going to do some gratitude. And so I did that. And what do you know, right after that happened, some other things fell into place. 
Um, things that I had been worried about just before doing my gratitude really didn't need to be worried about. They got sorted out. Things are kind of coming together. It's not all figured out. It's not all done yet. But I definitely feel much better about it. And so I just reminded myself that, look, um, this gratitude thing, right, you know you should do it. And sometimes it feels like it might be more productive to do something else with those 10 to 15 minutes or however long it takes. But I know for a fact in my brain, intellectually at least, that everything's going to flow much better. Everything's going to go much better. I'm going to be a lot more capable of dealing with whatever comes up in the day if I, on purpose, intentionally start my day off with this practice and start with gratitude and appreciation and so on and so forth. So that was the reminder that I got today. And then... It was super awesome um, after all that happened that got a new, couple of new customers for the things like the Champ Journal. One of them just totally blew my mind. Somebody that I admire, you know, somebody that I've, I've been learning from, someone that I know does not have any, uh, what is it called, um, just does not have any time or patience for fluff or BS stuff or sleazy sales you know, tactics or anything like that speaks out about, speaks out against it quite a bit. And, um, and this person bought my journal, like she saw it and she was like, oh, I've seen this before. I didn't know that you did it. And I was like, oh yeah, this is, do you have a link? And like within five minutes, um, you know, before I even finished answering her questions that she had about it, she picked one up and that was just, incredible for me like I didn't I don't know I it just kind of blew my mind that um, you know somebody that I have been following along with for quite some time someone who gives and charges and coaches people on business and marketing and and whatnot um, you know made the choice to buy something for me so that was kind of cool and so it just was another reminder like when that happened like you know <laughs> chill out, right? Don't get all stressed out and you got to trust the process. Trust the process, trust the um, the inspirations that come, trust the ideas that you get, you know, and the process that you're in. Some, not everything that you're going to do will work, but you're going to learn, right? So even in sports, not everything that you try necessarily in practice and games is always going to work out, but chances are you're going to learn. And so one thing that we used to tell um, we used to tell our players all the time is like, look, if you go hard on a play and it doesn't work out, that's okay, right? It's okay. You don't. We don't have a problem with that. Like, there, there might be an error made. There might be, you know, something that doesn't go right with it. But if you gave it your all, now we just make some adjustments and you learn from the experience and we go from there. Now, if that happens and something goes wrong with the play or an error is made, and you were holding back or you weren't giving your full effort or you weren't paying attention, that that we're going to have to, you know, we're going to have to address, right? Because now we don't know was the error because of your lack of focus or effort or was the error because the choice and the method and the, um you know, the way that you went about it was wrong. We don't know where the error lies. We don't know, 
it's harder to troubleshoot, right? We have to start with, okay, we've got to tighten up on the focus and the, the effort and, you know, you putting forth your everything you've got. And then now we have to see what happens the next time, right? So now it's going to take at least two experiences before we can really learn what adjustments to, to make versus if you just pour everything you have into everything you do, we can learn really fast what works, what doesn't, what situations, under what circumstances, right? You're, you're filing that away, we're filing that away, your teammates are learning when they're watching what's going on and observing, and everyone can learn from the experiences. So always, you know, it's just, I know it's hard sometimes, especially in certain circumstances and certain environments, but there are times when it pays to just try something. Just try it. You don't know if you don't try, right? Practice is a great place. Preseason, scrimmages. Sometimes we'll have shortstops go deep in the hole, backhand the ball, and then hold up on the throw. And we're like, you may as well try, right? It's preseason or it's practice. How are you going to know if you can get that runner out if you don't ever throw it? You, now you don't really know if it would have been close, if it's worth trying, or if that really was too deep in the hole to even make a play. Right? I mean, sometimes it's obvious. Obviously, if you're just picking up the ball and they're crossing the bag, you're not going to throw it. Right? If they're already there, hold on to the ball by all means. But if they're not there yet and you have a shot, there are times when it pays to try. There are times when, even in that circumstance, you might want to hold the ball. Right? So having a blanket rule on got to hold it if you're unsure or always try, it's not one or the other. It's understanding under what, what circumstances can I afford to learn a lesson if this doesn't work out, and under what circumstances do I need to make a smart choice to put myself in a position to execute and take care of business on the next play. So there are different times for different decisions, and it always helps to just, you know, just kind of give it your all. And sometimes we'll make the wrong decision, right, at the wrong time. But we learn from that too. So I don't know. I mean, it's hard. It kind of sucks to fail. It doesn't feel fun. But at the same time, especially at the younger ages, it's how, it's how we learn. Even when we get older, it's how we learn. But sometimes there's more at stake, right? As you get further along in the season, as you get further along in your career, a lot of times there's more at stake. So while you can afford it, especially when you can afford it, take those chances, try different things, right? And hopefully your coach is encouraging you to do that. And sometimes they might freak out, but it's not really because they're mad at you. It's just kind of their knee-jerk response to things when things don't go well, right? They feel the need to address it right away, even though you might already know what you could do differently the next time. So try not to take that personally, even if they're trying to make it personal. You've got to understand that no matter what happens, in a game, in practice, no matter what happens, you're either succeeding at the execution of whatever you just did or you're learning something new. If you go into it with that attitude and you go into it with the intention of either executing a high-quality rep that you'll want to replicate later on or learning something so that you can do better later, you will constantly learn and grow and get better and make progress 
it might not it might not always be obvious to someone who's just looking from the outside but this is what some people don't understand about who gets playing time and who doesn't right if i've got a player who might not be perfect and might be making mistakes but i know that they're focused and they're intent and they intend to learn from everything that could possibly go wrong and does go wrong, I rather have that person in than the person who goes in there and then sulks after they make mistakes and then are looking for someone else to blame or complaining about what else didn't go right, which is why they failed. Okay? So you might be older, you might be more experienced, you might have been with the team longer, but if you're not in a frame of mind that shows me that you're taking every opportunity to learn then I may as well put in someone else who is possibly making just as many mistakes as you, maybe even one or two more, but they're learning every single time. And you can tell that they care about what they do. They're not looking to blame anybody else that they made the, that they made the wrong choice or that they made an error. And they're taking ownership of it. And now they know a little bit better what to do for the next time. They're learning every single time. I would much rather have that person in the game rather than somebody who might be more experienced, who might have been with the team longer, who might be a little faster, who might be a little stronger, but also is still making some mistakes and not owning up to it. Does that make sense? So yeah, that's, you know, that's the other thing to keep in mind if you're a parent, coach, or a player. Right? These are things that we take into consideration. These are things that go into the thought process. These are things that kind of help us determine what's going to be best for the team, too. Someone who is learning or someone who is grumbling, complaining, soaking, and bringing the entire team down, taking everybody out of learning mode and everybody into complain, frustrated, irritated mode. Be aware of the impact you're having on your team. Jerry Lynch, in the book, Let Them Play, likes to say your influence is never neutral. He's talking to parents, talking to us as parents, as coaches, as leaders. Our influence is never neutral. We're either lighting their fire or dousing it out. But I believe the same is true for players. Your influence on your team, your impact on your team is either positive or negative. There's no in-between. You're either helping or you're hurting. So in every situation, before every, you know, in every choice you make and everything that you're going to say and anything that you're going to communicate, think about that impact that you're having on your team. Is what you're about to do, is what you're about to say making a positive impact or a negative impact? Because very rarely is it kind of sort of both or in between. It's usually almost always, 99.9% of the time probably, if not 100, either or. You're either helping your team or you're hurting your team. And that's got to be considered when you're playing a team sport like softball. All right. Whew, that's about enough for this Tuesday. No, today's Wednesday. Ooh, gosh, Wednesday. Hump day Wednesday. Wow. Hope you're having a fabulous week. <laughs> it's going by a little bit too fast for me. I have exactly one week until my daughter flies out um, of Hawaii and travels halfway across the country to compete. So, uh, we'll have that going on <laughs> over the course of the next couple of weeks. Uh, that's kind of where a lot of our focus is going, is just kind of getting ready for that, getting prepared for that, and 
making whatever arrangements we need to make. So anyway, hope you're having a great one. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you tremendously, and I hope you're having a fabulous day.